Welcome to the T2 Hubcast. Join T2 and guests as they discuss all things personal and professional development. The T2 Hubcast, brought to you by the People Performance People. Welcome to the T2 Hubcast with me, Spencer Locker. And me, Tracy Roberts. Hi, Tracy. All right. Hiya, hiya. Yeah, hiya, hiya. I'm just confusing people more with my accent because it's like <laughs> on every session I do, I swear, and most of you guys will probably wonder this as well. It's like, is she Scottish? Is she from Lancashire? Or I don't know. I can't really make my mind up. So I just thought I'd throw a bit of an accent in there just for a change. Hiya. Hiya. Davy. Right. Okay. Good stuff. So we're in the Hubcast suite. We are. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're you know what? Loosely it, termed. It, we've, been, we've been bouncing around the country for quite yep. some time now. Mm. Um, when I'm when I'm sort of driving around, uh, I I'm, a, I'm very much a music sort of guy. Okay, I like to listen to my music. Me I'm, too. Yeah, I like to listen to my fat tunes. Fat tunes. Fat tunes. Big tunes. fat beats. Spelt C H double O double O double O N Z. Wow. Fat tunes. Um, but to be honest with you, because we've been spending so much time on the road, um, I, I've, I've been leaning towards podcasts. Okay. So I've been I've been checking out some really nice podcasts and and I've been disappointed with some. I've got to say, there's some people they weren't mine with this. No, 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 no. It wasn't <laughs> it wasn't T two content at all. Um, oh, but but there were some people who I like reading their books, but I don't like listening to the podcasts. Or, or vice versa. Or, and vice yeah, versa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes I love listening to people. That, that, uh, there's there's a guy who I absolutely love to watch, but I can't read his books because they're turgid. <laughs> have you ever heard that word turgid? No. I, I might have made it up. I don't know. But it was, yeah, really hard work. Mm. Um, but but anyway, so I was going down the um I was going down the M1 the other day in particularly heavy rain and decided to access the T2 podcasts. And I actually had to listen to your podcast that you did with uh Lydia. Our lids. Our Lydia, yeah. Um, on quiet quitting, literally forced her in here, and I was like, "Sit yeah. down and listen to me." <laughs> she loved it, really. Shutting her fingers in the door, <laughs> let go of the door for him. Um, yes, really good, really interesting. It made me think. It really did. It made me think. I, I and and I just thought, wouldn't it be great to just sort of carry that on a little bit? Maybe get a little bit of a, a bit of a different context. Maybe maybe explore it a little bit. Yeah, but, sounds good. Yeah. So, Tracy right. Roberts, quiet quitting, go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we spoke about quite quitting and yeah. we went into loads of detail about what that meant because people recognize it as it's, it's been worded in lots of different ways. Mm. But we looked at actually how it was very, very similar to industrial action in, in the farthest extent. Mm. Um, in the nearest extent, it was people just realizing from their own mental health perspective, what is the point in putting any extra work in when mm. nothing gets recognized? Mm. So we sort of explored, you know, the reasons why people might do that. Um, and what was interesting about it was I read loads of articles following that mm. because it, it still is a trending sort of conversation. Um, and what I loved about it was the more I read into it, I thought, okay, there's loads of reasons why people end up quite quitting. One of which we talk about all the time, toxicity levels, mm. uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's that lack of, I don't know, exposure, acknowledgement in a business. Acknowledgement, appreciation, you mean? Yeah. about what? Not, not yeah. necessarily, um, I, I feel underappreciated, but 
nobody actually acknowledges my contributions. Yeah, and if there's bias in the business, that's a big part of that. You know, like some people get all the credit and others don't. Um, And then the other aspect of it is it can be personal for people. Mm. So for a lot of people, they'll quite quit. Um, And I did argue that actually it's not the right approach, but they'll quite quit because they just feel like, their their lives are so much in work that when they get home it affects their work uh, their home mm. life sorry and mm. then their partners say things to them like hey listen hello i'm here mm. and you know, have you seen your children this week so there's a million different reasons why people did it yeah. and, and what lydia and i spoke about was you know isn't it a shame that actually businesses don't recognize the early signs of this almost coming on because mm. then actually we can get in front of it and actually say look let's find a better balance for you because it's sad to think of people being forced into a situation where they're doing the bare minimum mm. for their own reasons personally mm. and not feeling fulfilled or from the business perspective when actually we could do something about it mm. so for me if you're a good leader you're looking for those signs because it is directly linked to toxicity levels somewhere mm. okay but what was interesting about this, and I like the more we thought about it, we thought actually there's another aspect to this. So the other side of it is quiet firing. Okay. <laughs> Come at me with that, with that again. Okay. So we're saying people quite quit. <clears throat> yeah. Okay? And one of the things me and Lydia landed on was, you know, we could probably stop this happening. Mm. And, you know, um, it's it's a, a big part of the business's opportunity to kind of like be speaking to their, to their people and understanding yeah. them and all the rest of it. But then we then stumbled across a reason that might cause the quiet quitting or actually be part of the problem here, which is quiet firing. Now, what I mean by that is it's completely the opposite way around. So this is not necessarily led by the individual. Mm. This is led by the organization. Right. Okay. So for a lot of people that are in a work scenario, um, we we hear a lot about the hustle culture, don't we? Mm. Hustle, hustle. And it's like, if we're not working hard, or we're not seen to do everything a little bit extra, stay late, come in early, work at weekends, um, do stuff for free, um, you know, turn down our family time because this bit's really important in the mm. business, then actually some of our organizations start to question that, particularly fast-moving organizations, because they go, hang on a minute, particularly if you've got leaders who are very much doers mm. and maybe not as tuned in to the individuals in the organization, they go, hang on a minute, I'm tuning in on this person, not really going above and beyond. Now, I'm not saying they're not doing the job because mm. they are, but they're going, why does that person put their jacket on at 5 p.m. every night? Why do, you know, why don't they want to take on that extra project? Mm. Now, they're not thinking about all those other reasons that we've just mentioned. They're yeah. just thinking, my business needs this person to literally be a trailblazer, yeah. and they're not doing it. So what do they do? They decide that that person does not fit the culture. And instead of dealing with it and asking the questions, they start to manage them out, mm. hence the quiet firing. Okay? Right. That makes sense. Yeah. So, and, and and I've been in an organization where this has happened a lot, actually, and, and we do talk to organizations all the time. You do mm. too, where, you know, and I think this is poor performance management mm. and performance development. However, let's just look at what that means. It means that that person will not receive as much feedback as someone else yeah. because they'll just go, screw you. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to encourage you. Yeah. Um, I won't give you praise. Right. Others will get praise and you will see that, but I'm not going to give you praise. Okay? Right. So straight away, this is starting to sound like rather than being an abusive relationship, it's a neglectful relationship. Yeah. The, the, I guess part of this process here is you're not actually doing anything wrong, mm. technically. Mm. However, I'm not getting the 
stars and stripes and the flashy lights yeah, off yeah. you. So therefore, I'm going to let you know that, but I'm not going to be direct about it. Because if I actually said it hmm. in a review that I feel like you're not giving me an extra 10%, hmm. that's not actually really a valid thing to say because I'm doing my job. Yeah. But because I don't fit what you think hmm. needs to be me in this role, yeah. then I'm just going to make you feel bad about that. So I'm not going to give you praise. Um, I'm going to counsel you one-to-one sometimes and make you feel like you're not important. Yeah. And for those of us who really lean into that, we're definitely two people like that. You know, part of our love language is just having that contact with, you know, a bit of affirmation from time to time. Mm. It's going to destroy you as an individual. Um, Going to disengage with you. Mm. So you might see me walk past you at work and not really ask you questions. Um, I'm not going to ask for your input on anything. Um, I'm definitely not going to get you involved in any cool projects. Mm. I'm going to leave you working within, I guess, what is classed as your day-to-day job. Yeah. Sometimes the mundane tasks as well. Mm. Um, even if I know you're really, really creative, I'm mm. going to stop you getting those projects because yeah. I know it's going to chip away at you. Um, and I'm going to take you out of communication loops because I know I'm basically cutting off your oxygen by mm. doing one of those things, let alone four or five of those yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. What that le- ends up doing is making that person disconnect even more. And it's almost like trying to force them out. Mm. Some people will be instantaneously forced out by that and other people will cling on for dear life, quite quitting even worse. And then what happens there is we get to a very desperate situation where we're looking for any little thing to, to get rid of that person. Mm. And I'm, I'm just going to call it out. It does happen. Okay. Yeah. I've had organizations that I've worked with say to me, this person here just, you know, isn't giving us what we want. Like technically they're giving us this, mm. but you know, when we see this behavior coming out from time, what do we do? We need to performance manage them. And I think, well, part of the conversation I have with them and the HR professional mm. is, well, technically they're not doing anything wrong. Mm. So then it becomes fictitious sometimes, or yeah. we make them out and out of a molehill. And it is like, gaslighting really Mm. isn't it um but the reality is that we're getting rid of that person but we're being very underhand about it or Mm. we're making their life so miserable that they leave Mm. and for me isn't that sad yeah very much so isn't it isn't it linked very much to the um the podcast we did um recently about toxicity levels levels. Yeah, Yeah, yeah yeah it definitely is and I just think about how that destroys a human. You know, it's it's not it's not humane. You know, mm. and the reality is, if say you're joining a, a business that is a hustle culture, mm. right? So fast moving um, organizations, people who are innovative and stuff like that. If we've been given the boundaries at the beginning of and the expectations of this is what's expected and we still choose to join that business, then even by having regular one to ones, we should know that we're probably not picking up the same speed as other people and actually if we're consistently doing that and doing it in a Mm. kind manner then actually that person's probably going to realize at some point that actually i love the environment but i don't like the job or or vice versa so actually on both terms you'll probably realize at some point and you'll move on however if you're getting no feedback that's tangible Mm. to the outcomes or you know such like then it does Mm. become a a sort of fact that you don't really understand that that's required of you yeah would you agree i would yeah 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 it's um it's difficult. Oh, the fans are here. They're bringing in. They're bringing in coach loads of people to wave and say hello to us. As, as we, as we, <laughs> we totally did not time this podcast right. It was a cohort <laughs> headed out there, but they looked happy. So that's good. <laughs> hey, you know what? Every day is a good day above ground. Um, so yeah, I, I agree totally what you're saying. I do, and and, and it's it, it's it's as simple as it is complicated, mm. because um, 
we're looking at messing with people's heads. Mm. Um, and wouldn't it be great if we could make people feel valued and included mm. and things like that and and have that capacity yeah. to feedback and yeah. sort of say, right, okay, you know what? This stuff you're doing here, really like. Now I want to talk about this stuff and I see it like this. How do you see this? Yeah. And, and, and I mean, what's it. the problem with that? Yeah. I mean, we I know we talk about this all the time. We talk, we talk to to clients and delegates about this all the time, and it seems so simple to us. Mm. But sometimes we see these people with this like, you're right, you're absolutely right. Mm. Well, isn't isn't doesn't everybody think like that? Well, no, actually, no, because we all think completely. And that's the thing about boundary setting from the beginning. Like yeah. from a business's perspective, you know, even if things change, you could have been in the business five years, but things are changing. Yeah. You need to go back in and reset those expectations and boundaries. Mm. And then if you're not having the one-to-ones, how does this person even bloody know what's going on? They're just feeling really crap about themselves. Mm. And that is no way to, to treat someone. Mm. So for me, this is about expectations and boundaries. And it's about having a really good, I'm going to call it performance development because I hate the term performance management. It makes it sound negative. So, you know, how is this person feeling? You know, how are they performing? It might be that they don't have the tools to move as fast as they want to move. They might have moved into heart surgery mode just to get Mm. things right. And actually, how can we pace that and and make Mm. that better? But this comes from the other term that I was going to mention, which is actually fat firing. (laughs) Say that again. Fat firing. So what this means is- P-H-A-T, fat. No, it's, it's F-A-T. All right, okay. The fat comes from an abundant ne- a nest egg. That's what it means. Yeah. And it actually means financial independence, retire early. Okay. So this is definitely people who are totally embracing the hustle culture. Mm. They are all about the hustle culture. Right. So they're driving... Um, you know, their their work levels to a crazy level because mm. they're aiming to retire really early. And that's been driven by probably seeing their parents having to work longer hours, hustle, hustle, hustle for less money than really they should be worth. Mm. And actually having the retirement age obviously being bumped up and bumped up. So what happens is they'll look at that and they'll say, hey, listen, I'm willing to go not just above and beyond, but to infinity and beyond. Mm. Because what I'm trying to do is work my ass off to be able to then say, hey, I'm aiming to earn a certain amount of money, probably you know a couple of million quid to actually be able to retire early and enjoy my life. It's, mm. it's just another way of seeing the world. I'll bust yeah. my ass. And, and what you tend to find with those guys is they end up working for big tech firms, mm. very innovative, fast moving law mm. firms, startups. They might have even end up like investing in stock or crypto and mm. things like that. And that then is super fast hustle culture Mm. so then obviously if you've got them working in your business that's who you're being measured against and that's you know as a business we've got to think about that so we're going to have people like that they want to get rich quick and they want to be able to uh, put the time and effort in while they can but then enjoy the fruits of their labor later so i mean you can look at it from both angles can't you? you can say i get it like i totally get the fact that being able to retire at 50 or whatever it might be and just enjoy your life would be fantastic but the pressure it puts on you from a stress perspective emotionally physically um the other side of that is is that what happens if something takes a turn for the worst so you've gone right in and invested everything in one particular aspect of you know this sort of fat firing so you're in one particular i don't know sector okay uh, cryptocurrency yeah and then it falls on its ass whatever yeah yeah Sorry. where yeah, sorry. yeah. <laughs> you have to get closer I was to the mic far, i was too far away from the mic then. <laughs> um yeah. you know if you've invested everything and it all goes you know tits up yeah then you've got to then somehow get back into 
sector. Yeah. And for a lot of these people, they're a bust and they're A's, but then they're not actually in a job specifically. So then trying to get back in to a working environment can be really tough. Yeah. But then again, there's a there's another aspect to this, isn't there? You know, if you've got people that are aiming for this and that's why they're pushing so hard in a business then the people who are looking at it from the other perspective of well i haven't got that in me or i don't see the world that way then how does a business get a happy medium mm. how do they manage that so i guess really the point here is we're, we're trying to aim for something right in the middle aren't we we want people who are driven they want to go the extra mile and sometimes you're not going to be able to remove that from a human because we know from human behavior some people are going to be fat firing people, you know, it's all about the hearing now. It's mm. about busting their bodies and their minds to within one inch of their lives because mm. they're thinking, you know, what the long-term goal is. Yeah. That has its problems. Yes. And these are the people who burn out, right? Mm. Um, not always, but a lot of the time mm. these people burn out. Also, they're taking themselves out of the general, I don't know, running you know way of the world you know mm. in terms of, of working environments yeah the opposite is you know where people are quite quitting because they're struggling with life and yeah the pace of life is <clears throat> just too fast um or they feel like they've been fat firing and end up <laughs> at the other end of the spectrum because something yeah. happens yeah yeah um so it's interesting just looking at this as a bit of a almost a bit of a barometer really isn't it you know how do we as an organization manage those things mm. how do we get how do we grow a set of balls and mm. stop quiet firing yeah. quite frankly yeah yeah and um, because if that is your way of doing things it's lazy <laughs> and it's, it's not very fair yeah it's it's lazy it's not very fair and are you truly being your authentic self mm. Because I don't know anybody in their authentic self who will act like that. Mm. So I would suspect they're in shadow. Don't get me wrong. They're probably in shadow as a result of somebody triggering yeah, them. And that yeah. trigger, that person might be yeah. the person who's doing and, that. But And it's looking at it as we always, you know, educate people on from all angles. Like, mm. so if you're at this end of the spectrum and you're a fat fire, right? And that's what you want to do. You go for it. Like, mm. if that's what you want to do. But don't compare individuals. Mm as equals and say, well, if this person can do this thing and you can't, then I'm yeah. going to treat you differently because the reality is every individual is different. They've all got a set of motivators that's separate to them. They've all got toler tolerance levels that are separate to them. Mm. And the, re the, the reality is that I guess what we're saying here is, is there is a happy medium there somewhere, isn't there? Yeah. You know, and it depends on the rule, depends on the environment. But if we've got development systems in place and we're having great conversations with people, we mm. can hopefully slow down some of the quiet quitters or at least deal with that differently to yeah. before we end up quiet firing someone um, and from a fat firing perspective if we've got people in the business that are doing that a lot of businesses would look at that and say great they're taking a load of the pressure they're doing all the stuff that you know needs mm. doing but there is a problem there in the <clears> sense <throat> they might burn out or something might happen um, and if you're someone who is fat firing, go, go for it. If that's what you want to do, but just consider your options because the reality is that it does take its toll. Mm. And if something does take a turn for the worse, what do you plan? Yeah. You know, you know, how, what sector is it that you're trying to, you know, make sure that you have this affinity with still that you can walk back into a role and have reasonable experience. Yeah. Um, so how, how do we do it? How do we get that balance? It's difficult, isn't it? Very much so. Very, I, I suppose there's a certain amount of self-awareness going to be going on there. Absolutely. Um, there's there's, there's going to be a, a certain amount of straight talking. 
Mm. Um, again, clearly defined boundaries that you boundaries, mentioned earlier. Boundaries, massive, yeah. And I think, you know, the fact, you know, if you go from this end of the spectrum, the boundaries are way over there mm. <laughs> for someone else they're here. But I think it's maybe more about being honest, setting the boundaries, but making sure people are in the right roles. Mm. Yeah. And they've got the right environment to thrive. And as a leader, can you spot what that looks like, that continuum for that person and see the changes in their behaviors and, mm. and figure it out early, you know? Um, and for me, it's just remembering that each of your individuals are completely different to each other. Mm. And you've got to let them know that as well, because if you are someone who's not feeling appreciated or you feel you you don't give as much as that other person. Mm. It could be for a million reasons. Like a great example could be, I leave at 4 p.m. because I have to pick my child up. Mm. It's not because I don't give a shit about my job. Mm. And if I could stay here till eight o'clock and do a little bit of extra work and be really, really um, thanked for that, I'd like nothing more, but I can't, okay? It could be someone's been at the fat fire stage and like I said, they're at the other end of the spectrum because it all went wrong for them. You know, understand that as a human. Um, and again, just encouraging people to understand that what you expect from them, apart from the non-negotiables of your job, it's not always going to be the same as that person over there. Mm. And that's okay. So they shouldn't feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so interesting about the compare and contrast. Mm. Because some people, this, I, I mean, we've be, I've been out on the road recently um, delivering um, a lot of day ones to different cohorts from the same organisation. And there's so many people who went, who sort of turned up at the beginning of the day one and sort of went, well, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. I've been told to come here and, mm. well, I'm sure it's going to be good. I've had some, I've heard some good things, but, well, we'll see, won't we? Yeah. yeah. And they've got that scepticism, mm. which I quite like. Yeah, I quite like I quite that. like a little yeah. bit of scepticism because it sort of gives you something to push on. Yeah. yeah. Um, without it being cynical. Yeah. Cynical's when... Yeah, no matter what you do, it's not going to affect me. Yeah. Skeptical is people sort of going, go on then, impress me. Yeah. Go on. And you've got that pushback. But you've got so many people who will. It's incredible. You sit down with a bunch of people and say to them, I bet you can justify every single decision and action you've ever made. 100%. Yeah, and, and because that's it, you. Yeah, that, yeah, that's who you are. Yeah. But you need to challenge that, don't you? And you need to sort of look at this person and go, well, you know what? If that was me, I would do this, 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 and this, and that wouldn't be a problem. Mm. But that's not you. It's them, mm. and they're different. Yeah. And again, you know what? There's probably a lot of value they can get out of you. You can mm. do a bit of coaching, a bit of mentoring, and all this, that, and the other. But if it's not you, don't expect them to be you. No, because when you start you. making them trying to be you, you then you're going to stop them from being authentic. And that's a really great point, you know, because... I don't think anyone would want to admit this out loud, but a lot of leaders employ people that they want that they think are like them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, it can be a big mistake mm. because you don't get that spread of different abilities, the way you see the world, and, yeah. and all the rest of it. Therefore, you're probably more likely to be a leader that will head this way because you'll go, "You're not like me. You're not doing what I want you to do in the way I want you to do it." So you've yeah. got to lead by example, and that leading by example is to say, "Hey, listen, this is the way I do things." And we're going to have a great relationship because mm -hmm. I, I see you and I hear you. Yeah. However, just because I stay late and just because this person does that or just because that one, you know, leaves to pick up the child, that doesn't matter. Mm. We're all doing a great, we're all doing a great job. My argument in, in a lot of ways is that, hey, listen, sometimes you're a busy fool for a start. You mm. just do all the things to be seen. But the other aspect is I know people who could do their job in three hours. Mm. They could literally take the eight hour day and go, I can do that in three hours and I could basically go down the pub for the for the other mm. and i could still get my job done to its best you know 
extent, mm. I wouldn't be stressed and that would be me. I know other people who like to pace themselves, take loads of breaks and actually might work a little bit longer. That works for them. Mm. So it's all down to productivity at the end of the day. Yeah. If you expect a little bit more from someone, then you've got to be clear on that. Um, and essentially, I hate to say this, but from a HR perspective, if they're doing the job, they're doing the job. So mm. if your expectations are that you want all the bells and whistles, then you should have set those boundaries from the beginning as a bit of a, a you know, an understanding piece. <clears throat> and we do talk about this, don't we? We talk about um, where we can we can link it to challenge state language. We can link yeah. it to um, mindset. We can link it to all sorts of stuff. But if people understand what is expected of them, what do I need to achieve and yeah. how am I going to do it? Yeah. They're in a better place yeah. because they've got the capacity to step up, step out, um, exceed expectations. Yeah. As long as they've got that clarity, if you if they don't know what they've got to do or how they've got to do it, mm. well, you know what? It's it's like people have got something removed, and it's like, well, mm, yeah. Okay. What's it? The Daniel Pink. I I think I spoke to you about this the other week. Autonomy, mastery, purpose. Yeah. So that you know, all the all the research states it's not just about financials. Mm. It's have you got. I say in what goes on and can mm. you make decisions? Can you get better at stuff and know how to stretch yourself? And are you directly anchored to your purpose or mm. the purpose of the business? Or hopefully there's a little bit of a link there. Yeah. And if you can get that right, then this balance will, you know, will never be in question really. Mm. Um, but I think it's important to remember that we've got to look at it from all angles. And mm. this is just sort of one part of a, a big discussion around, I guess really what we're saying here is open communication in a business, boundary setting. Mm. Um, and if we want to keep good people, we all know how much it costs us, not just financially, mm. but in time and stress and emotions mm. to replace good people. Yeah. So we need to look at this, don't mm. we? We need to think about what we can do to affect this because essentially we want to keep the right people doing the right jobs yeah. and we want to help them grow as an individual. Certainly do. Mm. Tracy Roberts, thank you very much. No, really thank you. Interesting. No, thank, thank you, you. Thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> it's re really interesting talking with you this afternoon. So, um, yeah, I hope everybody's got something out of that. I'm pretty sure they will have done. Um, so. But yeah. um, that's it for the end of this T2 Hubcast. We will see you again on the next T2 Hubcast. So until then, bye-bye. Laters. Bye. <laughs>